Welcome. It's the Donna and Steve Experience Tuesday edition on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Are we making any progress, Steve? Yep, 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 yep. yep. Okay, last night, okay. uh, last night after hours, I, uh, I I made a couple of edits. I met with Rocco yesterday for a new opening song. Okay. Um, and so I made two versions of edits of this song that I had never heard this version of that um, a, a fellow radio host down in Nashville, Cody Allen, who works on CMT, mm-hmm. he listens to the show on the podcast, which anybody can anywhere. And he sent me this song on Friday. And I just responded like, oh, wow, that's good. <clears throat> and he said that would kill as a show open. So then I was like, okay, how do we edit this? You got to make it a little bit tighter. So it's like a little closer to like 30 seconds mm-hmm. of the dirt alert ends 30 seconds. And now Donna's talking. The trouble is, and we might get to listen to this song and sample it later today. Maybe when Rocco comes in, depending on if he can accomplish that this morning. Okay. There are a couple different versions of, and five of the seven things most people don't care about, but a couple of different versions that I edited for him so that he could edit them professionally. But they have different lyrics, okay? So I like chose mm-hmm. a different part of the verses, mm-hmm. both of which I think sort of play into our show, one maybe a little bit more than others, but I think both would be winners. So we might get to listen to both versions today okay, and sample them and, and, and see what we like, but Love it. hopefully we can sample it and then we can lay it at the feet. Do we have to lay it at the feet of our, of our I, boss? I think so. I yeah. don't want to go through any more hassles. Couldn't this just be the theme song of the people and let the people decide? We tried well, that. We tried oh, that. Well, this is sort of, I guess it yeah. sort of is giving it to the people because yeah. the people came back with this. Radio and show by the people, people too. Cody, thank you. Um, you mean like a vote? We can't do a vote. Listen, I love my talkers. I just don't, I can't trust them with this. Wow. <laughs> and I say that with love. Because then, you know, you're going to have people saying like, I mean, listen to the songs that we went through, Donna. Think. We talked about Shining Happy People. There were multiple Queen songs, Best Friend, all this stuff, which are cute. And, like, I could see how someone would associate them with our show. But when we think of what do we want the opening song to be, how do we want it to set the table energy-wise for what we are about to screw up? This song, (laughs) I think, especially with the key phrase in it, and then what happens afterwards? Right. Really Very tongue in cheek. Very much so. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, so okay. anyway, so maybe we'll get to listen to that today. That'll uh, possibly come up at, at 1130. Either way, at 1130 today, since it's a Tuesday, we will do the same name game. Fun. Which will be a lot of fun. Uh, 1030, we'll do the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. Okay. And, uh, and at 930, I didn't even know that this was a thing that they made a big deal of announcing ever on television. I don't know if it's been announced on television before. But tonight on, on Jimmy Kimmel Live, they are announcing, revealing people's sexiest man alive. And then presumably this person will come out and be Jimmy's a guest. Uh, so we're there's some old school, like little fun facts about sexiest men alive of years gone by. Love it. Also, there's only ever been one f- sexiest woman alive, I guess. Which is according to people. Really interesting. Yeah. Um, I don't know. So that's kind of a little guessing weird. game. Yeah, see if you can figure that out. So we'll uh, we'll tap into that a little bit later on. Um, we'll start with kind of just like a little bit of bummer news, but it's you know news that people are talking about. Of course, in the wake of Matthew Perry's passing, uh, according to the internet, people are concerned about Jennifer Aniston 
because she lost her father just about a year ago. Yeah, not and quite, yeah. So, you know, you're still reeling after a death of that magnitude with someone so significant in your life. Now, add Matthew Perry to the mix and then that make it that makes it two really big losses in her life in less than a year. The one year anniversary of her dad's death, I guess is just around the corner now. And uh according to um Page six people saying, you know, look, she's like hardly regained her footing from that. And then this has just completely knocked her back down on the ground. So, so sad. Well, and she's the one that he says out of all the friends, quote unquote, that she's the one who had reached out the most Hmm. to him. Pretty significant. Um, Yes, yes. And and when you're the friend who's trying to reach out to make sure that everything's okay, and again, we haven't heard anything regarding Matthew Perry's death that would lead us to believe that it had anything to do with drugs on that day or or any kind of a relapse, but a lot of people assuming that it feels like your body giving way after years of battling addiction. Um, If you're that friend who's trying to throw the lifeline and just check in all the time Mm -hmm. emotionally, you become very invested in that process. Right. An odd bit of news, but... Happy to report it, sad to report it posthumously, but I guess we find out that there was an actress named Lisa Cash who was hired to play a woman on Friends who they were going to have Chandler cheat with on Monica while they were together. Like there was going to be this fight with Monica, and then Chandler would go and cheat on Monica. Fall into the arms of another woman. Okay. Yes, and not like a we were on a break with Ross and Rachel. This was like would just be like blatant cheating. So Lisa's now talking, this actress Lisa Cash, and she said, quote, I was told that he went to the writers and said, no, the audience will never forgive him for cheating on Monica. And he was probably right. That yeah. would have changed possibly the course of the show and certainly of his character. So Chandler Bing, Matthew Perry, stopped and did not let Chandler Bing end up stepping out hmm. on Monica. Interesting. I mean, also, that means at that point, he had a lot of power, mm-hmm. you know, because normally, oh, yeah. I mean, do you think, like, anybody would listen to us if we were like, you know what, uh, that doesn't really work for me. People are going to, they'd be like, yeah, back in your hole. Let's go. <laughs> no, no, this. you underestimate your own power and leverage in situations. People will respect what you have to say and what you say won't go. If it genuinely won't go. And so if you're Matthew Perry, yes, the, the answer is yes, I think he had a lot of power at that point. This was later in the, the, the run of the show. This is the back half of the show when he and Monica get together, Chandler and Monica. And what are you going to do if you're a writer? What if Chandler said, what if Matthew Perry says, I'm not doing that? What are you, you have, you right. have zero options as a producer, as a writer, because what are you going to do? Kick a friend off of the show? Right. Nope, you just rewrite Poor it. Poor Lisa okay. Cash, though, huh? Poor Lisa Cash. She, she had a she had a moment to shine. She did. That would be a real that would be a real bummer. But then she'd probably actor. also be hated for a brief time. Yes, for a brief time. But right. then you could do I don't know the speaking circuit, right? I was the one, you know, the one sure. who Matt cheated with or whatever. That she could have spun it into something. I hear you. What about her agent now? Yeah, exactly, Holly. Yep, 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 yep. Anyway, uh. We're if a I'm podcast. coming across smart today, by the way, it's because, it because I'm wearing you're my wearing glasses that people tell me, thank you, make me look like Rachel Maddow. 
It's the only person I ever get. I'm always like, hey, guys, do you think I look sexy? And they're like, you look like that one woman on MSNBC. Wow. <laughs> so, yeah, drink it in. Poor you Rachel Maddow. Hey, Donna! <laughs> well, you have a full beard. Okay, not now necessarily with okay, the beard. Okay, sorry I blew up. I'm just making an observation. Uh, are those prescription? Are they see-through? Uh, what's the deal? Are they just... Like many glasses, they vanity? are see-through. Just vanity, okay. Um, they are see-through. <laughs> so, yes, you got you me there. you put your fingers through <laughs> uh, <laughs> the frames. Oh, my gosh. But um, are they readers? What's going on? These are prescription glasses. I have a, a slight nearsightedness. Okay. That, you know, I got my LASIK done down in New Mexico. Well, that Probably explains. by some crystal meth person. Who knows? But right. it was it was roadside. It was nice. And I always said I got, like, B-plus LASIK. So then I got that done, you know, more than a decade ago, and uh, I thought I could do just a little fine-tuning. Sure. And so insurance covered it. <laughs> wow. Congratulations. Bah. We got to go. We're going to come back. When we come back, yeah, Donna, you, tell me. you have to tell us. You are going to allow us to hear an excerpt from mm-hmm. Megan Fox's new poetry book. Mm-hmm. Is the world real anymore? Mm. We'll listen together and find out. When we return, it's Donna, it's Steve, it's my talk. Hey, good morning, welcome back. Donna and Steve on my talk 1071, everything entertainment. Donna Valentine, Steve Patterson. Good morning, everyone. We got producer Holly Roberts with us. Howdy. Hey, girl. Hi. Huh, I can't even believe this is real, but I'll tell you about it, okay? Okay. Okay. So, Megan Fox has a new poetry book out. Basically, it is her sharing what she's learned about navigating relationships, okay? Okay. It's called Pretty Boys Are Poisonous. And... Provocative title. I like the title. Right? it's, It's a little disturbing what I'm reading here. But anyway, it takes inspiration from her own life as well as her imagination, okay? So... We don't know what's real. We don't know what's literal, what I mean. We don't know what's just poetry, okay? But she said it has given her freedom after a lifetime of keeping the secrets of men. She said acting doesn't really allow me to express myself fully in the way writing does because I'm reading someone else's words under someone else's direction. Got it? Got it. Poetry gives her a space to experience some catharsis through art. Okay. I get that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Yeah. yeah, hang on, hang on. Oh, Here nice, we'll... nice. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Dig this, man. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to read you a little bit. Okay? Read it with conviction, Donna. Don't mail this in. Okay, I'll do my best. <clears throat> this is called A Beautiful Boy is a Deadly Drug. Oh, my. Now, you tell me if this sounds disturbing or not, okay? Okay. You are an addiction that no amount of prayers will ever cure. My cries for relief floating unheard into the ether. You are killing me, but my heart won't give you up. This thread through our past lives tightly wound around my neck, siphoning my breath to fill your lungs. My hands are bleeding from trying to free myself. You offer me a smile. Content to steal my life, knowing, at least this way, no one else will ever have me. Thank you. 
Uh, wow. Pretty dark, huh? Yeah. Just kind of like in her feelings. I don't, but is it, is some of it real or is some of it metaphoric? Oh, well, I don't know. I don't know that. It just uh, strikes me as like, I don't know, the, the, did I read that? Did I hear that incorrectly? I heard it as pretty boy comes in. Uh-huh. She becomes infatuated with all the things about him okay. and try as she might, no matter how how much dissonance there might be from the exterior quality of the person to the interior, perhaps lack of quality of the person. She just can't get away. She's just under the spell of the beautiful man. Okay. Okay. That's fair. Okay. Good. Good. Oh, good. Yeah. 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 Good. Okay. Here's what I heard. Okay. I heard something a little literal. Okay. Okay. And it's going to be dark, so don't be mad at me. I'm just telling you what I heard. All right, fine. She's really into this dude. She can't get away from him. He's really into weird stuff in the sack. Oh, my. Okay. Okay. Like, she's, he's pulling one of those weird, choky moves where you lose your, your breath. To fill his lungs, to make him happy, she's tied up, some BDSM type of thing, trying to free herself, and her hands are bleeding. And then he smiles at her. He's like, maybe I'll steal. Maybe she'll make it through. Maybe she won't. But whatever the case, no one else will have you. Do we have a snap? Oh. oh. I just feel like we could take that, mm-hmm. those two different understandings of mm-hmm. the same piece of poetry, and we ought to give it to a psychologist or a therapist or someone. Right. Someone needs to help us understand. My, you know, my sister does a lot with teaching poetry to high school <clears throat> kids. Now, the thing, the reason I went there is because of what Megan Fox said. She said it comes from a lot of places. Some of it's literal. Other parts are allegorical. Allegory. Some uh, some poems contain a Grimm's fairy fairy tale type of element, she said, and others serve the same purpose as memes in online culture. Thank you. Can we shift into a things that make you go, huh? Uh, yeah. Maybe a little, I, don't, I don't have it ready, but. A little palate cleanser or something like that? It's okay. Like uh, it's called Pretty Boys Are Poisonous by Megan Fox. It's a book of poetry. Thank Run you. out to your bookstores today, guys. Pre order oh. on Amazon. I got it right here. Hey! Okay. Huh. Yeah. Things that make you go, huh? Things that make you go, huh? David Bowie had no problems traveling by cabs and subways in New York City. He would just carry a Greek newspaper with him while traveling around <laughs> to give the impression that he was just a Greek man who looked like David Bowie. That's <laughs> amazing. I How about love this? That. Let's stay in New York City. I'm walking here. The country of Monaco is so small. It's just a teeny tiny little baby boo. You know this about Monaco. I just know that it's small. All right, let's do it Carson style. You know, the country of Monaco is so small. How small is it? It's so small, it could fit into Central Park 
in New York. Wow. Twice. No way. Yeah, did you see the delayed how I held back the twice thing to yeah, double that was good. you? That was really great. The first album ever on CD was Living Eyes by this band in 1981. Oh, oh. Or group, I should say. Can you repeat the... Yeah, the first album ever on CD... On CD, okay. ...was titled Living Eyes, and it came out by this group in the year 1981. Shoot. I, I bet Holly knows it. Can you repeat the question? Absolutely. She was just taking a call from a caller. The first album ever on compact disc was the album Living Eyes by this group in 1981. Oof, that's a hard one. Can you give a hint or the first letter of the group? It is a two-word group name. Two words. And the words rhyme with each other. Duran Duran. No, good guess. Mr. Mr. Ooh, good one. Good guess. They're different words. They rhyme with each other, but are different words. Boingo, boingo. Dirty birdie. Nope. <laughs> Come on, you guys got this. Ten uh, seconds. Uh, boingo, boingo is good. Uh, bon Jovi. B- <laughs> Bee Gees. The Bee Gees! Oh, we'll be back. Yes, all right. Oh, hey, guys. It's Donna for Minsure. Do you know about Minsure? Basically, this is Minnesota's official insurance marketplace. Okay, it's where you can go to compare health plans from multiple companies and you can get free help from an expert. Yes, it's totally free. Here's how it works. You will get set up with a navigator or a local broker, okay? And that person is going to help you through this entire process, okay? Minsure does not sell health insurance, okay? They're just there to help you find it. It's a free service. And you know what? You may qualify for tax savings on your health insurance. And it doesn't matter what your income is, okay? Um, your your situation doesn't matter. Minsure is the only place where every plan is guaranteed to offer essential health coverage. So, Here's a question. Why wait? See if you qualify for discounts. Available only through Minsure. Get started today. If you need quality, comprehensive health insurance, head to Minsure.org. That's Minsure.org. And we're back. Thanks for listening. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything Entertainment. Tonight, we find out who People Magazine's sexiest man alive is. I haven't made any plans. Just through this. A call comes through. Any guesses? You guys have any guesses who it could be? Think of who's hot right now. Hmm. Uh, Listen, I feel like safe guesses could be like, you know, Ryan Reynolds, you know. Uh, You know, he's been doing a lot of stuff. He's been a lot of places. Ooh, let me throw this one out there. Hmm. What about Travis Kelsey? Not bad. Ooh, big money. Not, big big money. money. Let's go. No They've been working it. Huh. They've been working it. Not bad. And he's I, a know, very good looking guy. He's got a great personality. Oh, sorry, Donna. He's Yeah, he's okay. He's fine. I mean, whatever you're into, he's attractive. If you're into the stash, if you're into no. people who look like corrupt cops, that's cool. Donna. What? <laughs> <laughs> he shaved the stash. Oh, he did? I didn't the know stash, that. He's grown it out of uh, more, gotcha. normal facial hair now. Okay, all right, all right. Wowzers. Um, yeah, I, I'm going to put my money behind Travis Kelsey. That's good. That's really good. Maybe even, what's his teammate's name? Um, Patrick Mahomes? That guy, maybe him. No, I mean, I'm just no, 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 no. What's your problem? You can't do that. You can't take the most famous 
it guy in the NFL right now, who is Travis Kelsey, not Patrick Mahomes. Oh, sorry. I, I'm just saying. Oh. And Donna. I didn't put my jock strap on today. Donna. Sue me, Susie. No, you didn't put your pop culture strap on today. And I'm Amy told thinking... us we have to wear those. <laughs> oh. Because Travis Kelsey, he's just so much hotter. You couldn't go. Everybody would be like, really? People Magazine? Now, listen, right, if it right, was right, NFL right. Daily, sure, but it's People Freaking Magazine. How about Kirk Cousins? I'm thinking of people like who've been hot because... That documentary or that docu-series that was out. No, that, that thing has been so... The, the hotness, the heat meter, that thing looks like it's barely thawed compared to Travis Kelsey and Taylor okay. Swift. Okay, all right, all right. Sorry I blew up, okay? I, why am I defending Jeez, why Travis are you attacking Kelsey so me? much? I don't I know, because you want to be him, maybe? Hey, Donna. Hey. I told you that in confidence. <laughs> Um, I don't know. Well, who's got a movie to sell? Bradley Cooper has been Sexiest Man Alive in 2011, but he's got a new movie out. And that okay. man, he can't do any press for it right now. Oh, that's because true. Because the actors are on strike. True, true, true. But he has been hustling in the tabloids. Okay, well, if if it was Bradley Cooper, considering he won in 2011 as People's Sexiest Man Alive, he would join and sort of round out the Mount Rushmore. He would join Brad Pitt. George Clooney, Johnny Depp, and Richard Gere, who are all two-time winners. But no one else has gotten it twice. Richard Gere got it twice. That's interesting. Is, was it twice or was it as a couple? Didn't you, weren't again. he and Cindy Crawford, like, sexiest couple? But I guess there's also a sexiest man that goes with that as well. I'll there be over here. ought to be no follow-up questions, D.D. <laughs> okay, Brad Pitt, Clooney, Depp, and Gear. Those Fine. are your two-time winners. Great. Um, people did not give out the award in 1994. I don't know why. Hmm. But in 2015, uh, as a result of that, they retroactively gave it to Keanu Reeves. Huh. Maybe for like a bill. Was Bill and Ted like the sequel out in 94? No, that was Speed. Speed was out in 94. Wow, yeah. Anthony Hopkins riding on top of the bus and I believe gets decapitated. Oh, Dennis Hopper. Uh, Dennis Hopper, right? I think in that movie he ends up, Uh, I think he gets decapitated, I think, Hmm. by like a low-hanging cement structural thing in a tunnel. I could be making that up. I haven't seen that movie in 29 years. How about Nick Nolte? I wonder if they use that... (laughs) Are you suggesting Nolte as this year's sexy thing? Because yeah, I need no, to figure yeah, out if I have to call them paramedics. They, they should use that shot. Oh, his I, mug I, shot. Catching up with the, where are they now? Sexiest men alive. Yeah, yeah, because he was ninety-two, I think. He he wanted in ninety-two. He was a good-looking guy. Uh, Sean Connery is your oldest recipient. He was fifty-nine when he won it in nineteen eighty-nine. Tom Cruise. The youngest recipient of People Magazine's Sexiest Man Alive honor. He was only 27 when he was awarded in 1990. Okay. In 1988, honoree John F. Kennedy Jr., he's one of only two non-entertainers to win the Sexiest Man Alive. The other is David Beckham. I would call him an entertainer. You know, maybe with a broader term now, I guess you could argue. Although I think he's just primarily athlete. I take it away. He's not an entertainer. He's entertaining, but okay. he's an athlete, not an entertainer. Have you watched that documentary yet? No, I don't have a Netflix account anymore. Dang it. It's so good. 
I uh, well so, call but, my brother and tell him to stop being a right. bitch. I mean that documentary. Like I had, he and his wife, all wrong. I really love them. Love. Oh, fun. That's good. I feel like I've never seen any of Posh Spices Victoria Beckham's personality on display. It feels like it's always uh, a red carpet and yeah. a, a, a stunning beauty. But I don't see like the belly laugh or right. self-deprecation. Right. So I hope that you get to see that. She's a little bit more of a serious person. Would your person that you leech Netflix off of be willing to el share el pasuardo with el stevo? I think so. Really? Mm-hmm. Who is this person? Don't worry about it. But then I'm going to see all of your weird viewing habits. Like ours is a very family shared. There's a kid's profile. I don't know if I, I, I don't. Nope, I'm out. I'll spend the freaking 18 bucks or whatever it is. Okay. Suit yourself. Um, there's only been one sexiest woman alive, according to People Magazine, sexist. And that woman, Kate Upton. Wow. She won the award in 2014. Uh, that year's sexiest man was Chris Hemsworth. So what, do they just just randomly do a sexiest woman alive? Or I wonder if there's a reason. They usually that. have the most beautiful issue right? Okay. in the spring for the females. Right. Okay. And then they have the sexiest man alive in the fall. I got a great idea. And As someone comes, who could win it this year? Josh says Pedro Pascal. Ooh, love oh, it. That's a good yeah, guess. The yeah. good one. Yeah. Yes. Big yeah. money. Yeah, big money yeah. on big money. Pascal. That's a good one. Love it. Um, He's all right, having so a moment. Yeah. Travis Kelsey, Pedro Pascal, Cal. Mm. Cool. Um, any of the late night guys? No, that wouldn't fit. Uh, Let's see. Hmm. Hmm. You're, you're, no, you're going to say I'm playing <laughs> lost, inside. Lost you're going to say I'm doing home team here, but I'm just throwing it out as a name. Okay. One Marcus Consuelos. Yeah. Very sure. sexy. Yeah. Having a moment. Nice. Yes. People like he and Kelly together. Maybe there's something. And he certainly, he checks the box of sexy guys. I mean, we're not blind. How about... Mm. How, why not one of the late night talk guys? Why not like Stephen Colbert? He's you sexy. Could. Very sexy. Is that correct? Yeah. That's how you feel? Like nerdy, sexy. Yeah. Yeah, very attractive. Very attractive. Is that right? Oh my God, yes. Mm-hmm. Ladies, let me throw He's this hot. out at you. Two people walk into the room. One is L. Stephen Colbert, and the other is Dwayneth the Rocketh Johnson. I'm going Colbert every time. Yeah. Fascinating. Now I want to play a game with you two ladies, Colbert or blank. Okay, this is fun. All right, let's do it. All right, let's do it. Um, Okay, how about Colbert or Ryan Seacrest? Colbert. Colbert. Okay, Colbert or Jimmy Fallon? Colbert. Colbert. Totally. Yeah. Okay. Jimmy Fallon does nothing for me. Nope. I'd be friends with him. I'd be like, oh, he's like, you know, your little brother. Yeah. Colbert or Chris Pratt? Colbert. 
Same. I don't. Chris Pratt does nothing for me. Don't I we? don't know if you would agree with that if you walked into this room right now. I don't know. Negative on uh, Chris Pratt for sure. He is the bottom of the Hollywood Chris's. That's right. Yep. Oh. We're, we're, yeah. we're Chris Pine all the way. Oh, no. Yeah. No. Yes. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Chris Pratt eyes. is way above Pine. No. Pratt over Pine oh, every time. What? What, well, what, what qualification are we talking about? Attractiveness? We're just or... going physical attractiveness. Everything. Every, yeah, like the whole package. Yeah. No, Chris Pratt, I think he's still, though he might be traditionally less handsome, his personality, which I, it's all I ever hear is women just love personality, that guy's got personality. Okay, well, mm. then talk to those people. Yeah. <laughs> Have fun. All right, fine. He right. fun. He seems fun. He's cute. Let's go back to Colbert. Let's not get distracted in a Chris v. Chris crime here. All right. Colbert or Chris Hemsworth. Colbert. Thor. Yeah. Oh, my yep. Colbert. Lord. Yeah. Yep. We got to send this tape yep. to Stephen Colbert. <laughs> he needs to know how beloved he is I, by you two. I think you're thinking muscular, you know, beefy guy. I like smart guy, chiseled face guy. I'm not into muscles. I got to say. Me either. Okay. I'm not into it. Not an aesthetic choice. I Did mean, you hear that, Colbert? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't send this. No. no, he's very he's very attractive in a mature, distinguished guy yeah, kind of he, thing. He's not beefcake in it. Right. And he loves his wife and his family, and that's, like, really sweet. Okay, now listen, I, I love Colbert. I think Colbert is so funny. I think he's great. He, okay, I, I don't have bad things to say about him. Let me just, I just want to make sure we're, we're, we're thinking correctly here. Um Wow, Colbert, why are you, why are you, Colbert hmm. in his zoo gear, okay? Cargo shorts, loose T-shirt, and a baseball hat. Are we still getting our engines revved by Colbert versus, I don't know, Thor the God of Thunder? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, for, okay. for sure. Okay. So I guess it comes down to tonight, on Jimmy Kimmel Live, he's either going to enter his late-night competition, Stephen Colbert, out onto the stage as the sexiest <laughs> man alive, or Travis Kelsey. Those are the two that we've come up with. Yeah, That's okay. not a bad two. All right. I like Pedro Pascal. I do, too. The listener submission is a strong one. That's a good okay. one. All right. Are you going to ask us Colbert or Pedro Pascal? I guess it's only fitting. Those two guys are down in the cafeteria, each sitting alone at a table, waiting for either of you to sit with them at lunch. Who do you sidle up next to? I think I would just eeny, meeny, miny, moe. <laughs> what a like... day for Colbert in the Twin Cities. Yeah! Unbelievable. Here, here. Stephen Colbert. All right. Uh, okay, we will take a break. When we come back, it'll be time for See Something, Say Something. So Disney has a request for just one thing that they would like people to stop doing in line. Oh. Wait until you hear what it is. That when we come back. Donna, Steve, my talk. Hello. You got a fast <laughs> welcome back. We go Donna and Steve on my talk, 1071. Everything down. entertainment. What are you giggling about? I don't know. Just you. Just like how clueless you are. <laughs> Just from the last segment. I was, I, I'm surprised. If we need, um, someone needs to go cut that, get it as an MP4 and tweet it to the team at the, the Late Show immediately. No. Donna. That's embarrassing. No, it's not. It's It's fun. It's promotional. What if you make it on the show? Ladies I and gentlemen, let's bring her out. Last thing I want.
That's what I'm afraid would happen. <laughs> That's why I'm like, nope, we're good. Maybe we could get him to call into the show. He doesn't want to talk about how good looking he is. No, but that's not what he's a, he's such a smart, funny guy. That's not what he would make it about. Let me think on that. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. You know what you would be bad at? Uh, Self-promotion? I was going to say PR. (laughs) Oh, for sure. I could just see your emails coming in. Hey, sorry to bug you. Oh, gosh. Second thought. I shouldn't even be telling you this. Anyway, there's an event. Call me if you want to know about it. Sorry. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. That's why I'm not in sales. Oh, yeah. This this station would have gone under eons oh, ago. Oh, a hundo percento. <laughs> Kids were saying hundo P for a while. What does that mean? 100%. Oh, hundo P. That's cute. Is it too late to continue doing that? No, it's a free country. You can All right. Thank say whatever you. you want, wear whatever you want, clearly. You get to live freely. <laughs> All right, good talk. All right, uh, Disney, the the happiest place on earth. Well, they're theme park workers, cast members. They're not employees there. They're That's cast right. members. They have a, I think, reasonable request that they are making of people in line at Disney. They would like it if they would stop doing this in line. Donna, have you looked? No. Take a guess. I would say putting their gum on posts. Let me tell you something. That's a, that's a big thing at Disney. The cast members at Disney would welcome stuck gum to the inside of the walls compared to what they have had to deal with. They are humbly asking that people stop pooping in line. Say what now? The Pulitzer Prize winning news site, SF Gate, just did a big article on the longstanding rumor. Sure it's not Pulitzer? I love it! Okay. All right. Pulitzer. Nice. Uh, well, apparently some uh, they, they address the, the long-standing rumor in an article that some Disney guests are so desperate to keep their spot in line, they'll resort to relieving themselves right there on the ground. They'll go full Labrador. How often must this be happening for them to do an article? Well, according this? to the write-up? It really is true. It happens at Disneyland and Disney World more often than you think. How do they know? Are people going, I just pooped my pants? Someone on Reddit recently said that they saw a parent let their kid drop a deuce while standing in line (laughs) for the ride Star Wars Rise of the Resistance. A great attraction. (laughs) Don't get me wrong. An employee backed them up in the comments and said there were actually three poop-related incidents that day. That day? Donna, just in that one line alone. Kids aren't the only ones doing it, though, and it doesn't just happen outside. There was another worker at Disney World who said there is a specific hallway that employees, excuse me, cast members, call the poop hall because it happens so much. It's in the line for the ride, Avatar Flight of Passage. Mm. Two former Disneyland janitors also talked about this in a 2015 book called Cleaning the Kingdom. And there was a whole chapter called Disgusting Things. (laughs) They said it's so common now that there is a secret code for it. Oh, no. 
Code H. Code H used to mean a horse had relieved itself on Main Street. Now the H also stands for human. Here's their suggestion. If you are in an hours-long line, and I understand, especially if you're a parent of a little one, like, I get it. They they don't know how to hold it. They're going to crap themselves, okay? So the stakes get high real, real fast. Mm -hmm. Kids don't tell you, uh, especially like four- and five-year-olds, they don't say, hey, I think I'm going to have to drop a deuce soon. (laughs) They say, I have to go to the bathroom. That's the warning that you get, okay? And that means pronto. Turtle is peeking. Let's go. Don't ever say that ever. Oh my God. That's the grossest thing you've ever said. (laughs) It's so gross. But everybody knows what I'm talking about. So I get it that it's a dire situation here. What the Disney cast members are encouraging you to do, just flag down an employee and tell them. Because they would much rather accommodate bringing you back to your place in line or holding that spot than you go and full Jackson Pollock on a sidewall in Avatar. <laughs> That's all. That might be the grossest thing, actually. Oh, my God. Gross. Donna, you, have you ever heard that phrase before? Yes. I have. I usually say making state... Fair spin art. So you are, a, <laughs> you're worse. You think that's worse? Um, or I, I, I used, I used to slash still work with a woman, who sometimes during a commercial break will say, "I got to go punish the toilet," but I'm the grossest thing. It's the grossest thing that I said. Turtles peeking. Not saying it's you, Donna. It could be Holly. <laughs> it's more likely Holly, actually. Surprise, I never, surprise. I would never say such a thing. No. Think it, yes. Say yeah. it, no. This, this I would say thing. it just for the shock value. Donna is so much more rough and tumble. These freaking Judys and Susies email in and say, Steve's giving you a hard time. They don't know that this country bumpkin hillbilly during the commercial break goes full Dr. Jekyll and Mrs. Hyde. <laughs> She's nuts. <laughs> they only knew the real you. This is the real me. And I've asked you to change this. I know, I know. I'm working on it. Thank you. Scrunch face is the new selfie pose, by the way. Have you seen it? I saw it, yeah. (laughs) I have a little example down there. So it's just basically like like you just ate something sour. But there's a way to do it cute. Like so we used to do the duck face and like the pouty lips. Which is never a good look. Like I cannot do any of these cute faces. Yeah, you can't. <laughs> I'm glad you have that self-awareness about you. Also, w- women had a real um, uh, monopoly on the tongue-in-between-teeth smile oh, thing Oh, I don't think I've time. seen that one. <laughs> <laughs> don't do it. Don't. Yeah, Donna, everybody, stop doing it. Everybody who's doing the scrunchy face looks like Tuna the dog. Tuna the dog? What the yeah, just Google Tuna the dog. All right, I like the name. Uh-huh. Tuna. Tuna. The dog. Yeah. <laughs> this is someone you follow on Instagram. Oh! <laughs> you know Tuna the Chewini? Oh, good. Chewini. Yeah. Steve, let's see you do it. Oh, I should snap a picture. Yeah. <laughs> wait. 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 I want to put you side by side with Tuna the dog here. Wait. Hold on. Wait. Here, right. I agreeing to this. I don't know. Wait. Uh, you're I can't do it. Never mind. I can't. Do you, they're doing Tuna face. Yeah. 
Everybody Google <laughs> tuna the dog. Donna, try your scrunch face. Let me see your yeah, scrunch. Okay, wait, hold on. I think I could do it. I think I could do it. Wait, ready? No, wait. Mm. It was better the first time. That wasn't bad, though. Yeah, workshopping it. Workshopping it. It's fun. Yeah. Trends are fun. Love <laughs> still doing it. Unfreeze. Unfreeze. All right. It's all good. It's yeah. all good. Uh, scrunch face. Look it up. Thank you. All right. Well, I suppose we should move on. Yeah. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll take a little break here. When we come back, we have got a dirt alert coming your way. With the big Zamboni! Yeah, we've got some uh, some music news coming your way as well, including a, a cool new exhibit I'm that's going to be opening out on Long Island. I'm walking here. I think I'm going to go to this over um, Thanksgiving. Oh, also, we were reading a Taylor Swift article yesterday, hmm. and we discovered what a, a wag is. Do, do you know what a wag is? W-A-G. It dawned on us... And uh, we'll, we'll educate the audience when we come back. Bye, Holly. Bye.